Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. Just a quick reminder that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, please reach out to us as we know many individuals in the industry. Today we'll be talking about hot money tips for hot single individuals. As per usual, you're joined by myself, Zeke, and fellow co-founder, Oscar. Exciting week. I'm sure many people have seen as we are spamming on our, on our Instagram, the new logos, which we've actually been given a couple of days back. Kind of a rebranding. Yeah, just a cheeky little, how are you going? Bit of a rebrand coming in. You had to do it. The other one was a bit outdated. I think we sketched that. It took a while to actually make that one back in the day when we started in that infamous car trip. But it's good to actually be moving forward and give us some feedback on the actual logo and design because we want to hear what you guys think. But yeah, like you said earlier, we are talking about hot money tips for predominantly hot singles. Or um, not hot singles. If you feel like you're not a hot single. Everyone's a hot single. Everyone's a hot single. We're all inclusive here. Everyone has gone down the path of being single at some stage in your life. Some may not have because you could be with a childhood sweetheart since you were 13 years old and continue to you know, still be with them like one of my good mates. But you know, the majority of us have been single in their lifetime. So they know what it's like to be financially independent. There are a lot of pros and there are also a lot of cons. So just figuring out- It's a tricky world to navigate, um, the the single world in terms of money. First things first, don't compare yourself to other individuals. A trap that a lot of people go down is they compare their position, their financial position to someone in a similar age, similar situation. So it's not very good. I was told quite a while ago, if you compare yourself to other people, you're never going to be happy. So there's no point looking at other people and saying, why can't I be them? Why can't I be in their situation? You've got your own book and you've got to set your own path. So first things first, focus on yourself, figure out your goals, your aspirations, your finance. (laughs) What are you laughing at, mate? (laughs) I've just got a quote (laughs) for all you hot singles out there. You deserve the love you keep trying to give to everyone else. Is that it? <laughs> uh, just disregard everything that was said just then. Going back to the important thing is don't compare yourself. Um, focus on what you value and how you want to spend your money. If you want to buy that car, you know, just buy the car. Spend money on what you want. But at the end of the day, have a plan in place so you're not losing all your money because you can't rely on anyone else but yourself. Keep that in the back of your mind, but don't compare yourself to other individuals. And if you are in a relationship and you're listening to this, it does still apply to you. Um, and i got a quote for you guys too. <laughs> oh, it may result in you being single if you really oh. take in the meaning and think about it. Don't let your loyalty become slavery. If they don't appreciate what you bring to the table, let them eat alone. Well, can I just ask where you get these shocking quotes from? <laughs> <laughs> they're just on some weird They are absolutely rate. shocking. Oh, they're terrible. I love it. Oh. Number two, let's get into it. Invest in yourself, no matter what it is. We're here for the Finance Bible Podcast. We're predominantly talking about money. But investing in yourself, no matter what it is, education, health, fitness, they will all lead to you investing in yourself and generating more income too. If you're in a good headspace, you're going to be able to focus on your career harder. If you're physically fit, mentally fit, you're going to be able to go for longer when you're trying to get the job done. Once you've got these fundamental things, your education, your health, your mental health, um, fitness, ETC, then you get to a position where you can focus on your career. And guess what? Your career is your cash flow. Without your career, you don't have a cash flow. 
all without a side hustle. Speaking of side hustle, that is our next thing to talk about. Yeah. As a single, it's really important that you've got a side hustle. The reason being, in a relationship, you and your partner are two people. Therefore, you've got two different incomes coming in together. You're working as a team. As an individual, if you're not in a relationship and it's only your income, it is important to supplement um, and get more income entering your bank account, filling your wallet and making it fat with a pH. Key emphasis on the pH. But even if you are single, find a buddy, get a friend who's in a similar situation um, and do the side hustle with them if they have a similar goals or um, beliefs. You know, if you work as a team and you find an accountability partner, the world is your oyster. You're both striving for the same goals, same achievements. The hustle is well and truly on. If you're not that comfortable with doing a side hustle yourself and you need someone to motivate you, definitely get a partner to help you along the way because you guys will literally push each other. You know, when you're in a dip, when you're going up the hill, help each other and you'll get to the uh, end goal and make that extra money, which will go a long way in the future for yourself, investments, um, financial freedom, just get everything in place. Accountability partners aren't only good for helping you keep accountable, they come in handy with friendship scenarios too. So we've all been in a situation where there's something going on with the friends, you know, you're going out for beers with the boys, you don't want to, you can't afford it. Um, you got to go do something, you don't really want to do it. Anyway, you're, you're trying to do something and your friends are trying to get you to do something else. Your accountability partner could step in. Don, do you want to come out for beers this weekend? Oh, no, I'm budgeting. Oh, you're soft. And then boom, his accountability partner comes in in the background. Nah. What would you say, Ben? What are you talking about? It's not in his budget. It's not in his budget. And I'm going to go, oh. They're oh, right. 2v1. Okay. That, that's fair enough. I, I appreciate your input. Go for it, guys. Budget. Well done. You know what I mean? Have each other's backs through thick and thin. Yeah, that... That person trying to peer pressure you is going to be hands in the air, innocent look on their face. Whoa, sorry. That, that's it. That's, that's great. But even if it's not a friend, like if it's a trusted neighbor, um, even a family member or a co-worker, they don't have to do the side hustle or you know, get a business with them. You, they can just, you can just let them know to you know, keep checking on you every week and say, how are you going? Are you still on, still on track? Just to keep you motivated if you're still wanting to reach something yourself. With friends, another big one, which will lead us to number three, is remember to split the payments with your friends. Mm. You may, on a night out, because you're single, you tend to get generous with your friends, or even if you're not single, just you know, the generic person after a few drinks is always quite generous. Mm. So you need to remember, especially if you don't have a partner, I mean, you're not relying on someone else's income as well as yourselves, Remember to split payments with your friends. If you go out for beers or a dinner and you, you actually got stitched up and have to pay the whole bill, follow them up, even if it's 20 bucks. You might seem a bit um, stingy, but end of the day, money's money and you need to protect your money because at the moment, um, a lot of jobs, it's $25 an hour and one dinner, you could spend maybe six, six hours of work. Almost a whole day of your job's gone in one little dinner. So follow up your payments, um, keep track, you're not going to be the bad guy, but sometimes you might be seen as one, but you know, follow up your money. If you've got an Uber out to dinner, you've paid for that. You've then gone to dinner, bought a round of drinks for the crew, maybe shouted some entrees or starters, um, and then you get an Uber home as well. Then there's a few different points in time there where you've shouted other people and it adds up. If you do that twice a week, three times a week, even two or three times a month, 
Mm. It adds up to well and truly over fifty dollars each week or month, depending how frequent you're doing it. So, and I, I don't think people. I think a lot of people feel embarrassed to ask and follow up their friends for money, mm. but in today's age, I don't think it's anything to be embarrassed about. I think a lot of people, especially the younger age group, are all slowly understanding personal finance and that money doesn't just grow on trees. So people do appreciate it. If you're nervous about it, don't worry about it. Everyone, everyone will understand. But you can message us if you're trying to figure out ways of asking friends if you still are nervous. Everyone, everyone understands it these days. It's just a way of life. Be assertive. Don't be a savage. <laughs> You, you are literally nailing the quotes today. Thank you. Um, another one, number four, I think we're up to right now, is... Pay off your debt. There you go. You took it out of my mouth. Pay off your debt. Debt can be a good thing. A lot of time, it can be a bad thing. Credit card debt is a bad thing. A lot of younger demographic is in a lot of credit card debt because you know, maybe one holiday, we didn't save enough money and we still had the trip planned. I oh, don't worry. I'll just go get a credit card, pop it on there. Even if you're going out for dinner, can't pay it. You just got to... A lot of people are in that same boat. I know many people. Uh, myself very, included back in the time. personal. Sounds like you're going back to a few years ago and you're a bit bit upset with it and you wish you had this kind of guidance when you're like... Yeah, I, I did this when I went away. I uh, I think I was, I was saving up a bit of money before I went to America for a few months. And then right before the trip, there was a bit of a, a big expense I had to pay. And then my savings plummeted and I said, oh, I'll just get a credit card. It's paid off now, but I went through that personally and it's a trap because at the time you think it's free money and then at the back of your mind, you're, you're thinking to yourself, oh, it's fine. My future me will look after it. I'll pay it off easily, but you just forget about it. So yeah, get out of debt, bad debt that is. So all you younger individuals out there, learn from the Don, learn from his story there. If you're going out and you're wanting to go on a holiday or you're wanting a credit card for whatever reason, clearly don't. I mean, you know, if, if you still need to get a credit card with a small limit, maybe two or three grand, just so you know, you can pay it back when you get back instead of, for example, getting a $15,000 credit card limit and you've maxed it out. Well, how long is it going to take you to pay 15 grand off when you're also saving on the side and paying bills? A rule that I use for that kind of debt, I've never actually had to do it because I've I've been fortunate enough where I've never really gone and done that kind of thing with credit cards and whatnot. I always think to myself, would mum and dad give me money for what I'm getting a credit card for? Mm, that, that's and actually good. Yeah. My mum and dad aren't willy-nilly throwing money left, right and centre. I mean, I've seen, <laughs> I watched people in high school with their parents' credit card just tapping it, buying <laughs> food at lunch and Shocking. shit. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> my parents would never do that. But yeah, if you're embarrassed or you wouldn't ask your parents hey, can I borrow five grand to go to America? Then that's something that I wouldn't do for a credit card. Yeah, because they're probably going to say no. Yeah, mum, I want, um, can you please lend me one and a half grand so I can go buy a Gucci handbag? Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to get told no to that too. So don't get a bloody credit card and do it. Like, yeah, but um, you know, even if you do get a credit card or you have one, a lot of people listening probably do have one. Um, set up a payment plan once a month or every... If you, however often you get paid, weekly, fortnightly, monthly, um, set a, a fixed amount aside each week, the percentage you pay, and just put it towards the card because just flush out that debt. It's, it's not doing anything. It's just holding you back. That kind of leads us to the second last point. You can purchase quality items that last and invest in these quality items. If you are someone who does like to buy that dress, 
perhaps a Gucci handbag, um, someone who's into designer labels or whatever it may be, technology, Versace clothing, technology, TVs, Playstations, whatever it may be. Don't keep buying cheap and poorly made things which aren't going to last down the track because probably every few months you're going to have to rebuy it. Look for quality items which are going to last for a while. If you're in a gamer, you buy like a PlayStation 5 or an, a, the new Xbox because you know that's going to last for at least 10, 15 years. Yeah, you don't go importing some scrap heap from China. Yeah, so you buy things that last so down the track you can reduce the amount of expenses you're making. Um, and these quality items, investing could even be stocks and shares. You don't want to buy a little shitty... Um, penny stocks which are going to plummet forever and just never perform you may want to be someone who looks into blue chip stocks which over time um, it's a quality item which will which will increase in value from now until 20 30 40 years when you plan on drawing down from them a good example of that is things like appliances i think is a probably the best example so like microwaves fridges yeah um, and, and that kind of thing, dishwashers, ovens, no, even I reckon, couches and I reckon stuff. vacuum cleaners are... Yeah, vacuum cleaners are They're expensive one, these days and they, they can are. just die just like that. I want to buy a new one. It's like one and a half grand. Hectic. Dyson? Absolutely ridiculous. No, it's a Samsung. Oh, wow. Linked up to your phone. You can put this vacuum in its charging station and it automatically, like, cleans itself too. Yeah, right. Like a robotic kind of... Yeah, a dispenser. Yeah, sick. And it's just hectic. But when so I that's, a, that's a quality item. That is a quality item. So that will item. probably, well, you'd hope it lasts for a too, few, few years. Probably too high of quality. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen microwaves blow out like literally every year. And if you just got a good one, it's probably going to last you two, three, four, five years. The final thing that we want to touch on today for hot singles is insurance. Yeah. If you're single, insurance is going to be really important to you. I'm not really talking about life insurance unless you're someone who's a parent or you know you've got people that will suffer from your debt being left behind uh life insurance isn't that important for people without people that will be impacted monetarily but what is important is car insurance no if brainer that one yeah no brainer if you've got a 35 grand car or you're like a lot of people in sydney you've got a tesla then boom it breaks down you munted you're done what do you do like you can't go buy a new one unless you're financing it, which you don't want to do financially. So you need some car insurance. Other things are, you know, income protection or trauma insurance if you're going to be alive and you've got no money um, and can't really work. So they're important things to think about. Home insurance is a big one, uh, which a lot of people are looking over nowadays. People aren't actually understanding what is in home insurance. Like a lot of people don't know what it is. The different categories, accidental damage, portable content cover, flood, storm. We should do a, a uh, actual episode on, specifically on that. That's an idea. We'll do that upcoming. But all of, all of these insurances, read into them, have a look. But definitely if you're single, it's more important to have them yeah. than if you're in a relationship because the financial strain will be harder on yourself. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a few tips to help you guys out if you are in a situation similar to what we've spoken about. But, you know, everyone's in the same boat. Help each other out. If you have a friend who is also wanting to get into financial independence and financial literacy, listen to the podcast together and help each other out. Get a notebook. Maybe write some notes down each episode. If you go on a doof doof parties, doof, I don't doof. know if they still go on. Get rid of the, the electro dance music. Just play finance bible. Have a little muzz to that. Get into it. <laughs> get into it. <laughs> and for all those listeners on Apple or Spotify, just remember to give us a rating goes a long way on the charts 
So the more the merrier. And as said last time, if it's anything less than a five, please message us and let us know what the problem is. (laughs) Because we, we want five stars, clearly. And we're happy to give you the content to get five stars. Like if there's something we're not talking about, something we're missing, we're going too far with our jokes or something like that. Let us know. We'll or, fix it. Or bad quotes. Yeah. Or if it's my bad quotes, I'm happy to stop them. But I think they're pretty funny. Yeah. They're, they're give, us, give us one to uh, for the outro. You want one to go? Yeah. Give us one for the All outro. Right. One day, you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through. And guess what? It'll be another person's guide to survival. All right. We'll leave it there. Just remember, keep investing, keep budgeting, and keep keep listening. listening.